Welcome to Ahead of the Curve, the Scoliosis Experience Podcast, where my aim is to empower individuals with scoliosis and movement professionals alike by providing free, up-to-date information on scoliosis management and treatment. My goal is to improve the quality of life for those with scoliosis and equip movement professionals with the knowledge and skills needed to effectively support them. Hello and welcome back to Ahead of the Curve, the show that simplifies and educates you on all things scoliosis. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Teed, and today we are going to be discussing four tips for finding the perfect desk chair. I'm going to start off discussing some guidelines to keep in mind for sitting in general. Then I'm going to give you some tips for finding the perfect desk chair. And finally, I'm going to give you some great desk chair recommendations at all different price points. So I have a higher price point, I have a middle of the road, and then I have a lower price point. So make sure that you listen until the end for all the details. First, I'm going to discuss some tips for keeping in mind for sitting. So you want to make sure that you are not sitting for any longer than one hour at a time. And if you are sitting for longer than an hour, you want to make sure that you're trying to readjust your sitting position every 20 minutes. So even if you're sitting an hour, you want to make sure that you're changing and adjusting your position at least every 20 minutes, especially if you're sitting for longer than an hour. By sitting for longer than an hour in one position, it will increase the strain on your back. It will increase the tightness in through the hips and all sorts of other parts of your body. It reduces your ability to take in a nice deep breath. So that increases your fight or flight. Um, Your sympathetic nervous system is on alert. It is heightened um, when you are sitting for too long, believe it or not. The next thing to keep in mind and consider about sitting is to make sure that you are sitting on top of your sitting bones and you're not sitting behind them. So when you sit behind your sitting bones, that is called sacral sitting. Your sacrum is that flattened triangle bone at the base of the spine. Um, You have your tailbone at the very end and then just above it is your sacrum. So when you are sitting on top of the sacrum instead of your sitting bones, you are increasing the strain on the lower back. So you're sitting in more of a flex position and through the lumbar spine and our lumbar spine likes to be in extension. When we're in a flex position with the lumbar spine, that increases the strain on your discs. So that's why if you have a desk job, You have probably experienced sciatica at one point or another in your life. And that comes from, you know, sitting in a funky position like that over time. It 
unevenly loads the discs and the vertebrae. And if you have scoliosis, that's already happening baseline. So we want to make sure that you're sitting directly on top of those sitting bones to reduce the strain and discomfort on that lower back. Third thing is to make sure that you're not resting on your prominence or your convexity. You might be wondering, what is my prominence? What is my convexity? When you were screened for your scoliosis, uh, you did a forward flexion test. So that's when you bent forward, you reached for your toes, and the person that was screening you was looking for your prominence or your convexity to stick out um, of your back up towards the ceiling. And that's indicating the rotation of the spine, the rotation of the vertebrae, and as a result, the rotation of the rib cage. So when we are resting on the prominence or the convexity, that is promotes some pain. It also promotes progression of the rotation of the spine. So we want to make sure that we're not resting on that prominence as best as possible. A few ways to make sure that you're not doing that. We are not sacral sitting. Okay, that's one way. Sacral sitting also encourages resting on your prominence. We want to um, make sure that we're not resting on the back of the chair with our back. Obviously, you can't sit upright in a perfect static posture all throughout the day. That's really not great anyway, but as best as you can, you want to make sure that you are sitting unsupported through the majority of the day. If you do want to rest back against the seat of the chair, the back of the chair, you want to make sure that you're using your wedges or you want to make sure that you are using something to help derotate. So maybe put a shirt, a rolled up shirt behind your prominence or a hand towel, something like that, that helps to derotate the spine and um, it prevents pain levels and it prevents some progression of that curve. And then the last thing to think about as far as sitting goes, the fourth thing, is making sure that your armrests aren't too high. This is a mistake that I see a lot of people make because they want to have their arms resting on something and they want that extra support there but having the armrest too high that causes consistent constant engagement in through these upper trapezius muscles okay so we want to make sure that we're able to relax the shoulders away from the ears which increases this length at the upper traps. It promotes relaxation of those muscles. Additionally, if you have your elbows resting too high, it also promotes a forward head posture and rounded shoulder posture, which is, again, something we want to try to avoid if possible, 
because that causes a whole other host of issues that can cause headaches, that can cause um, neck pain, restriction in your range of motion, your ability to turn your head side to side becomes more limited the more forward your head becomes over time. Next, I'm going to talk about tips for finding the perfect desk chair with scoliosis. So you want to find a chair that you're able to change your position frequently. Kind of backtracking to my point number one for tips with sitting with scoliosis. Um, you want to make sure that you have a chair that you're not forced into sitting in the same spot, the same position all throughout the day. You want to have some options. So making sure if you are sitting for an extended period of time that you are able to adjust and change your position every 20 minutes. That makes your spine much happier. Additionally, you want to have the option to be able to perch on your chair in order to reduce the strain of your lumbar spine. Perching might make you laugh or smile a little bit. And, you know, perching makes you think of a bird or an animal. And they are in this more of a, an alert position. If you just can visualize, 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 or envision them in a perch position, that can indicate and that can kind of lead you to what I mean about perching when you're sitting on your chair. And the chair that I have encourages perching. So if you're on YouTube, I'm going to just show you here real quick what I mean. So. Sacral sitting is what I was talking about earlier, where you're sitting behind the sitting bones and then resting against the back of the chair. I'm resting on my prominence here and I'm off the back of my sitting bones. And then that forces me to have more of a forward head position to be able to reach my keyboard or to even see my screen. In order to perch, I come off of my sacrum and I sit right on top of those pokey bones. My feet are flat on the floor and I'm stacking my head, my shoulders, my ribs, and my hips, okay? So that encourages the lumbar spine to be in its extended position instead of a flex position so that it's less pressure on those lumbar discs and less strain and pain as a result of that. Additionally, it encourages more muscle engagement. So if you're in a perched position, you're recruiting a bit more core strength a bit more muscle engagement in the lower back and kind of all throughout. I'm not sucking in and being really forceful with my engagement. It's just um, kind of naturally occurring because of 
the way that I'm situating myself. And next thing is adjustability. So you want to make sure that every feature of your chair has the ability to adjust. That is the seat height, so floor to seat, the um, armrest height, and the armrest forward and backward movement, um, the lumbar support of your chair, the seat tilt, so whether that seat is tilting forward or backward, um, and that's pretty much it. That is a lot of adjustments, but you, with scoliosis, everybody's different. Uh, there are no two curves that are the same. So you want to make sure that your chair is able to accommodate for your particular curve type. Okay. And now the, oh, sorry. And the last thing to keep in mind, the last guideline for searching for your perfect chair is your seat cushion shape. If you think about the traditional captain's chair that most desk chairs are in the shape of, it is, it has a higher, it has higher edges and then a lower base. So that can create some interesting stuff happening if you have a hip glide or if you have a hip obliquity. Um, it's a good idea with scoliosis to search for a seat that has a saddle cushion. The saddle cushion has a higher middle and lower edges, allowing the hips to settle in more of a balanced position or a balanced way. Okay, so now for my recommendations of seat types at different price points going to begin with the lowest price point and this is the Swiss ball. The Swiss ball are those big therapy balls that you see people using to exercise. It can also double as a desk chair and I really like this option for people with scoliosis because it has a little element of instability so you're able to kind of fidget and move throughout the day. Um, and again, it allows for more core engagement because you're having to use your muscles, recruit your muscles to make sure that you're not going to fall right over top of your ball. Additionally, it is rounded and higher in the center. It's lower on the edges. So it creates that nice level playing field for the hips to settle over top of that ball and provide some more comfort. The second chair that I recommend is a saddle chair. My hairstylist and my friend, she uses a saddle chair to, you know, get the get down on our level and be able to cut the edges very evenly. Um, but it's also really great for any person that's having to do an, um, <laughs> a good amount of sitting throughout the day. You can purchase these chairs on Amazon. They're 
um, anywhere from about $100 or less, and um, you're able to adjust the height of the seat. It does not have any armrests, so you don't have to have that adjustability. And they usually will also have a tilt option as well. So you're able to kind of tilt that saddle seat forward and backward as well. My final chair recommendation is called the Hag Capisco chair. I have a hard time saying that one. And that's actually the chair that I have here that I'm sitting on right now. And this is a higher price point. Um, this is around $800. I ended up investing in this because of how much more sitting that I'm doing throughout the day for all of my virtual sessions. I wanted to make sure that I had a chair that was comfortable and it allows a lot of adjustability. I'm able to change my sitting position all throughout the day so I don't have to just sit on this chair one way. There's about six different ways you can sit on this chair. So I can sit backward facing and the back of my chair, it acts as like a chest support. I can also do some side sitting, all sorts of things. I can also have enough space to bring my legs up onto the chair and sit cross-legged, which I like to do here and there as well. So in summary, um, there are things you need to just keep in mind in general about sitting with scoliosis. And as long as you're following those guidelines that I recommended, recommended for searching for a chair for somebody that has scoliosis, I think that you will be doing just great. Um, even if you don't like the chairs that I recommended today, I think that you'll be able to find a chair that suits you, suits your curve, and provides you comfort. As a reminder, uh, small group scoliosis coaching is a really great way to address your scoliosis, your curve, understand your curve, understand how to adapt exercises for yourself to make them more comfortable and doable. If you're interested in seeing if it's a good fit for you, you can click the link in the show notes below and we'll set up a discovery call, have a conversation, and see if it's a good fit to work together. Thanks for tuning in to Ahead of the Curve. Until next time, stay well and stay ahead of the curve.